welcome back to the Under Pressure Podcast. I'm very excited to have with me today, Jay Howerluck, the CEO of Acumax. Thanks, Jake. Good to be here again. Thank you very much for joining us again. Jay, our last episodes were fantastic, and we really got into what Acumax is and, and what you can do uh, with Acumax and how you can take your company to the next level. So what I'm excited to say is once again, and we had a lot of people take us up on this offer, and I want to have this at the top of the show for anyone who's just hopping in um, and doesn't know Jay, go check out the other episodes with Jay about Acumax. But we have a great offer. You can text Jake, J-A-K-E, to the phone number 218-517-7985. And Jay, what happens when they text that phone number? When they text it, they'll get the opportunity to take a complimentary Acumax index. And then when it's complete, their reports will be automatically sent. It takes three to five minutes to generate the report, but they'll get them right away. So I know that I got uh, some great responses. People love that. We had a lot of listeners love being able to have their copy, complimentary Acumac is done. And it, it really is impressive and um, it's very useful. So go do that. Take us up on that. That is in the description as it will be uh, also in, um, in the video here. So Jay, let's just get right into it with what are we talking about today? We're talking about A drive. And for anyone who doesn't know, um, you'll have some examples. I'm sure you're going to tell us all about it. But give us a little a little backstory for anyone who didn't listen to the other episodes. What are the drives and what is A-Drive? Well, first of all, let's start with what is the Acumax Index. Yes. We are considered <laughs> a personality assessment, but we're really not a personality mm -hmm. assessment. What does that mean? Uh, all personality assessments, with the exception of Acumax, are based in the social sciences the observable behavior of people. We are based in the neural sciences. In the 18 to 24 month period, after any person on the planet is born, certain chemicals come together and they create specific neural pathways. All right, these pathways never change. Behavior and personality change due to external influences. You know, where I'm born, upbringing, education, age and maturity, personal responsibilities will change behavior. You know, it's why none of us on the call act the same way today as we did when we were 17 or 18 years old. But our wiring was the same. Now, during this formative time period, this 18 to 24 month formative time period, there are millions of pathways created. Millions. We measure four. A, B, C, and D, and how they apply in business and relationships. And let's just face it, business is just relationships. So what we're gonna really kind of be calling these little stupid sessions are getting rid of people clutter. Because people clutter occurs in the work environment, includes a personal environment, and people clutter is just things that cause issue between people. When I know how somebody is wired, it takes the mystery of the individual away. Now the four drives, A is dominance, B is communication, C is patience, and D is certainty. Now we're just gonna talk about the A drive today, dominance. So when you take the Acumax index, you'll notice the location of the drive dot. It'll either be right of the green norm line or left of the 
If it's right of line, we call that drive high. That applies for all of them. So if your dot is to the right, high in the A, you have those characteristics. If your dot is to the left of the green line, low in the A, you have those characteristics. And if it's close to the norm, the system will actually calculate it and you'll know, all right? So basic characteristics of someone who is low in the A. They are innately team-oriented. They prefer options in decision-making. They want the idea that best benefits the team or the organization. Thus, getting options helps get the best idea. The opposite is the high side. And the beauty of this is what the low side likes, the high side's not so crazy about. What the high side likes, the low side's not so crazy about. So it's high in the A, we are individuals who prefer our way of doing things best. We're most engaged with our thumbprint and ideas and plans of action. All right. We really want to defend our way of going forward. So higher in the A, oftentimes I'm more assertive in defending my ideas, my viewpoints on things that are important to me. Mm -hmm. I like to accept elements of conflict. Doesn't mean to beat people up, but I will defend my ideas. Low in the A, although team-oriented and like options in decision-making, prefer less assertiveness in the, or in, in the environment. You know, they prefer less conflict. They want minimal conflict. But this is what can happen. So in the business environment, you have high A's and low A's in every organization. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes in meetings, high A's will dominate the agenda because they want to fill the environment with their ideas and their way of doing things. We all know a high A. Huh? We all What's know that? a high A. We all know absolutely. high A. We all absolutely do, you know. And here's the thing about ideas. Everybody has ideas. It doesn't matter whether your A is high, your A is low. You know, we all have ideas. It's how much we value them and want to get them out into the marketplace, into the arena. So, for example, you know, an ideal high A meeting there's yelling, screaming, breaking of glass and furniture. And then we go out to dinner together afterwards and say, wasn't that fun? Because high A's <laughs> by their nature accept elements of conflict. They like some of that headbutting. It actually gives them juice. Mm. Low A's, on the other hand, don't prefer it. Low A's say, well, hey, let's look at what we have to solve. Let's consider options, make a decision, then go out to dinner together. And I always go, well, that's kind of boring, all right? So it's very perceptionally driven. And I do things in a bit of hyperbole to get the point across, mm -hmm. all right? So it creates a disconnect that occurs in the environment. So oftentimes what will happen, and this is key, you know, whenever you're dealing with a high A, when they challenge you, it's not a personal attack. They're saying, defend your idea, because if you challenged me, I'll defend mine. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes what happens in the work environment is low A, I don't prefer the, I just don't prefer the conflict. But remember, we are all free thinking beings. 
So a high A will go after a low A, give a lot of conflict. The low A just says, hey, fine, man. We'll do it your way. Yeah. And then they walk out the door and do it another way because we're free thinking beings. So it's a head scratcher. The high A's, oh, they told me they'd do it my way, but they're doing it a different way. The low A is like, I'm doing it a different way because I don't believe your idea is best. That's the critical aspect of it. So one of the things that we recommend in the business setting, when you have a meeting, number one, put a time limit on the amount of time somebody can contribute. Make sure all people can contribute. Mm -hmm. Low A, if you're challenged in on your idea, stand up strongly for it. The high A will actually respect you. High A's, what you want to do to get more buy-in in the organization is back off a little bit. So mm -hmm. instead of challenging another idea, maybe say something like, well, you know, that's kind of interesting. Fill me in more. Mm -hmm. All right. This helps engage people. All people want to contribute if they're engaged in the company. And kind of the teachings that we oftentimes do is that if a high A batters a low A too much, the low A just kind of shuts down and says, I'm not contributing. And you guys know who you are in the, in the audience. But what I like to say is if the low A's idea is a 12 on the scale of 1 to 10 and they're not contributing, it hurts the entire organization. Absolutely. So again, low A's, stand up strongly for what you believe in. High A's. Back it off a little bit. When somebody comes up with an idea, as opposed to immediately challenging them, say, you know, tell me more about it. Now, here's another interesting fact. Low A's, if it's a great idea that has been considered and they've had op time to consider options, they'll buy right in. Mm -hmm. High A's will never buy into an idea completely until they can put their thumbprint on it and tweak it. Okay. You know, Jake, I really like your format here. One, two, three, four, five. But if we did one, two, three, five, four, I think it might be a little bit better. There's an example uh -huh. of a buy-in. Okay. So it impacts individuals in the work environment. Now, as we've talked about before, the A drive is critical in aligning people and roles. Sometimes you want a high A in a role in an organization. Sometimes you want a low A. It all depends on the needs. But this is really focused on improving idea flow and keeping meetings on time. Because kind of one of the jokes is, uh, you know, how long is a high half an hour high A meeting? Well, if it's important, it could go two hours. Yeah. So that's why I say put time limits, allow everybody to contribute and engage. Again, the quality of the idea has nothing to do with the location of the it's just how I value that idea. All right? So if people watching this broadcast will put that into effect at their next company meeting or group meeting, have a, a timetable for everybody to contribute. Actually, if you're going to be doing an idea session, I kind of recommend everybody bring the idea in writing, mm -hmm. put them all up to review. However, a different twist. Instead of attacking it, we're talking about how it couldn't work. Only talk about how an idea can work. If an idea is out there that nobody's kind of into, they won't even talk about it. But the key thing is to get people to contribute, contribute ideas, because what does that do for your company? 
it improves engagement and it allows other individuals to be more engaged. For example, at Acumax, we have a new employee and he's only been on board since the beginning of September. And so I said to him, one of the things I want you to do, and he's a low A, I said, I want you to do is look at the things that we do and come up with a better idea if you have one. He has already contributed three or four ideas that have been, I believe, solid improvements. And he just loves being able to contribute. Everybody does. I have a predominantly high A organization, 70% high A, 30% low A. But we make sure everybody can contribute, everybody can have ideas. And one thing I say in my company, and hey, anybody's welcome to borrow this, is you may not always get your idea, you may not always get your way, but guaranteed, you will always be heard. Mm, and that, I love that is very important. And people are reasonable. Now, I want to do another quick example in a personal relationship, okay? Mm -hmm. Because we have, you know, obviously we have our business lives, we have our personal lives. And you can have, in a personal relationship, you have two low A's together, two high A's together, a high A and a low A, it kind of mixes, you know. Mm -hmm. um, people have asked me, you know, based on my wiring, who should I be with? Well, relationships are more intense than that, you know. There's mm -hmm. personal likes and dislikes, et cetera, et cetera. But once you're in a relationship, understanding this can really help. So, for example, kind of the issue I like to do is, this is two low A's in what's for dinner. What do you want for dinner? Well, I don't know. What do you want for dinner? Well, I don't know. What do you want for dinner? Would you like Mexican? Well, only if you'd like Mexican. Would you like Italian? Well, only if you'd like Italian. And the conversation goes on and on. Mm -hmm. Because why? Both are accommodating to the other. Yeah. Actually, my stepdaughter and her husband, they're both low A, and they'll have to do that conversation. If they can't come to an agreement, that'll make for Angie what she wants, Angie will make Fred what he wants, you know? Kind of a real low A situation. Mm -hmm. Now, two high A's in what's for dinner. What do you want for dinner? Well, I'd like steak. No, we're not going to have steak. We had steak earlier. What about chicken? No, I don't want chicken. What about spaghetti? No, I don't really want spaghetti. We'd rather have ravioli. And it goes kind of back and forth. All right? mm -hmm. Again, things that are important to us. Now, I'm a high A, married to a high A, but I don't cook. So I'm a smart guy. It says, hey, whatever you want to serve is fine with me. Okay. But oftentimes it happens. And then the high A, low A relationship. So the low A says, where do you want to go to dinner? The high A says, let's get uh, Japanese. Low A says, great. High A says, where do you want to get to dinner? The low A says, you know, no, low A says, where do you want to go to dinner? The high A says, well, let's get Italian. Low A says, great. Next time the high A says, hey, let's go out to dinner and get some steaks. And the low A says, great. Next time the high A says, let's go out to dinner and get some seafood. And the low A says, great. And this goes on and on and on until one day. The high A says, hey, let's go out to get dinner and get some German food. And the low A says, you know what? You never let me pick. It happens. Why? The low A by its nature is accommodating. So I agree. I agree. I agree. But every person wants to contribute at times. And it's kind of a joke that we've done sometimes in, in a, uh, a couple session. 
And it's, there's a lot of truth that people come up and say, oh my gosh, this happens to us all the time. So the kind of the key thing is, especially if you know who the individual is, you know, something easy to say, you know, I know you're low A, you always give in to what I really want to do, but I'll tell you what, what do you really want tonight? And this can be done in projects or ideas. I had a client come to me and they, he's high A and his uh, spouse is high A. And they came to this determination a few years ago. They call it level 10. So he'll say to the spouse, is this a level 10? And the spouse replies, yes. He's like, then I know I gotta back off and let him have it their way. So there's different things like that, but it really helps because here's the reality of it. When I'm happy and satisfied at work and I don't have people clutter, I'm more productive. When I'm happy and satisfied at home and I don't have people clutter, I'm just happier, you know? I mean, when you when your personal life is not good, it can affect your business life. So I talk about, you know, we talk about the drives in business and relationships, but everything basically is a relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, that's our podcast on A. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for that. And for anyone who's listening to that and saying, wow, not only can I build a team with Acumax as a tool, you really can take it to the next level by making it more of a way to to grow teams and figure out how to interact with each other. So you're not just building the teams, but you're kind of working on optimizing the teams, learning how to interact with each other. And so as we said at the top of the show, if you don't know uh, not only what your Acumax is and what your team's Acumax is, and you want to know their drives, and we're starting this series, we're just starting with the A drive, but if you want to know, are you a high A or a low A, go do the complimentary Acumax, and that's text Jake to the number 218-517-7985. You know, Jay has been very nice to do this for us, this podcast series. I think that um, a lot of people will learn not only a lot about themselves, but about those who, who work in, in their team with them and your personal relationships. I personally have used Acumax um, and leveraged what I've been able to learn to, to figure out how to best interact with those around me. So thank you for that, Jay. We really appreciate it. You're quite welcome. It's been enlightening for you and your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Jay, thank you for the examples. Um, I just want to ask this question. As you're you're interacting more and more um, with clients who have used the Acumax, has there been anything surprising that you've been able to see someone do with their company or within their, their personal lives by really getting a good grasp on, on the A drive or any of the drives in particular? Well, what we've seen actually, it was is uh, one of my clients had a grand opening and um, for of an autism center, and this was back a couple months ago. And when we went there, everyone had their name badges on, so you not only knew their name but their Acumax profile. And then they made an extra tweak to it: Am I a task communicator or a social communicator? And we can pick that up in the, when we talk about the B drive, but what it does is help them understand. So they all had them on um, and task or social, so it helps them not only in interacting as a staff, plus the Acumax is there, they use it with all, the patients know their name, and it gives them great talking points. 
So yes, that's one of the things that, that uh, clients have done. I'm always fascinated with the things they come up with. We have clients that have it on their intranet, that put it at their workstations or offices, have it on their phones. So, you know, because it just helps in understanding and improving engagement. That's the key, improving engagement. Absolutely. And I, I have seen how that works. So check out the other episodes Jay and I did as well. And in that, in I think it was the last episode we did, Jay, where I actually shared my Acumax index so that people could get an idea of what this looks like. And so now what I'll say is you can go check out that episode if you want to see what this looks like. If you're having a hard time uh, understanding, like, how do I see this on paper? Go check out the last episode Jay and I did. Or you can just text Jake to the phone number and, and do your own Acumac. So I highly recommend that because uh, I know that a lot of companies use this and I have seen um, you know what you can do with this. So again, Jay, thank you so much. And what, what are we talking about next time we have you on? What we're gonna talk about next time is B drive communication. Everybody talks, everybody thinks, but this really dwells down to what is really effective communication and how people buy in to ideas and plans of action. That's our next one. So we hope to see you then. We will. So thank you very much for everyone who tuned in today. I appreciate everyone in the audience and I would really appreciate it if you could like, subscribe, uh, rate and review the podcast so that it gets seen by more people. And then more importantly, um, as I've said in every other episode, if you know someone who could benefit from listening to this podcast and the amazing experts and movers and shakers we bring in, like Jay, then please share this podcast with, uh, with them. Share this podcast with anyone who could benefit. So thank you very much, Jay. Thank you very much to the audience. And stay tuned to, the amazing, for, to hear the amazing roster of guests we have coming in the, the coming weeks. So thank you to everyone, and we will see you next week. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and smash that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit the bell so you won't miss our next episode. This episode was produced by Jake Aronson. This has been a Pair Payments production.